mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey guys, welcome to Marriage Martinis. I am Adam, aka the romantic man for Valentine's Day. And here is Danielle. Hi. <laughs> I'm romantic. You are romantic. Right? Yeah. Didn't I prove me some romance today? You did prove some romance. And yesterday? Today. What was yesterday? I don't know. I did stuff. I cleaned or something. That <laughs> <laughs> was romantic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did. You you surprised me this morning. I was very surprised. You got me. I've been wanting an Apple Watch for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And you surprised me with one this morning. And you surprised me with the Pride Band, the Rainbow Band, which is exactly the band I would have chosen had I gone and bought it myself. I think I did it all right, except for the fact I knew knew that you wanted that Pride Band, but I also knew that you might want that Rose Gold, but they don't go together. So I bought them separately so you can at least return one or the other mm-hmm. and replace it. So I tried. You did awesome. Yeah. You really did. And then you made me um, a Valentine's Day mimosa with a heart-shaped strawberry. Uh, yep. Wow. I did. And I, my gift, you know, is not something that you can see. <laughs> but I, you can feel it. I have filled this home with love. You have. I did not think you were going to get me a mm. present. Had I, I thought you were going to get me a present... I would have gotten you something, but I just figured you don't want me to spend any money. Yes, you not spending money is my That's gift. what I figured, yes. but then you spent it on me, so now I feel bad. And I believe all three kids asked what you got me for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also asked what I got them for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, you're eating it and drinking it this morning. <laughs> I got you that milk. And those waffles. Right. Okay? I'll put a bow on it next time. Well, make it red or something. Mm. Okay. They won't eat it then. They'll be like, it's red. I don't want it. <laughs> it doesn't look like how we usually have it. Okay. So we are talking about libidos today. Let's talk libidos. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, oh, besides that, happy Valentine's Day to happy everybody. Valentine's well, Day. Not today. Or Galentine's Day. That's for girls That's to just get like, together? Yeah, for friends. Or, okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be romantic. I have tons of Valentines. No offense. That's like Friendsgiving? Yeah, kind of. But, you know, you like just, just go tell everybody how much you love them. Yesterday, oh, I did spend some money yesterday, but it wasn't on you. Right. We went to the local donut place that I always talk about. We picked up a whole bunch of like packs of six donuts to support our local business. And, um, and delivered them to a bunch of places our cousins all have covid am i allowed to say that what what'd you say (laughs) i was reading something our cousins have covid so we delivered to them 
Okay. Well, and then yeah. we delivered to some people in my parents' neighborhood who we love. And it's very sweet. It's very sweet. And to my parents. So. Yeah. So uh, when this is released, it will not be thanks Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day anymore. So hope you had a wonderful Valentine's Day and romanced each other and had libidos and stuff. Had libidos. Yeah. Little libidos. <laughs> <laughs> you just open a box and you give the. Wouldn't that be great if you could just give someone a libido? Like buy a libido. And buy or like. or Well, there is a pill when I was researching. There is like this pink pill that's. Just for women, I think. Well, obviously, if they make it pink, it's just for women, right? Right, exactly. It probably costs more, too. Right, of course. So they do have this pill. And I didn't do too much research about it because, obviously, I think if we haven't heard about it, then it, it can't be. I mean, you hear about, like, Viagra for men, which is everywhere. And it's a, a blue pill. A blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> right, a little blue pill. Because boys don't like pink. <laughs> <laughs> right, what the hell? Yeah. It's so true when you say that. I never even put that together. Like, so why? Dumb. It is so dumb. <laughs> but and there's this pink pill you could that supposedly increases your um, your libido. And I don't know if you if you're out there and you've taken it before. Let us know how it is. But I figured I'd never heard of it before. So how? I mean, how good can it be? I feel like if that right. if it was something that was really like Viagra that really worked, then I feel like we would know about it. Well, I, I guess Viagra is for a condition that maybe a lot of men ED, erectile dysfunction. go, you know, go through at a certain age. So it's more of no, a no. It's not just a certain age. I, it's all different reasons why you experience erectile. But dysfunction. isn't it mostly for older men who can no longer have an erection? I'm sure need... that there are a lot of men who take it, but I think there are a lot of younger guys who take it too for fun. I, no, like not in for this is forty. Right, but no, I think that there are really. Listen, you can have illnesses. Yeah, it I'm could sure be there's a ton of to reasons. So many reasons. My point is, it's probably way more of a necessity than this pink pill for libido. Right, like, I guess I don't women, think... you don't have. You can still have sex without having yeah. a high libido. You just, it just isn't the same. So, okay, yeah, just you, you just don't want to as much. But, but the whole inaccuracy is that everyone always assumes that women experience lower libidos so much more often than men. And that is a total myth. Well, since starting marriage of martinis, I find that to be so not the case from the messages that I sneak in and read while you're not looking. Women are way, way not, not more than men, but at least as equal to men as far as, their libido and their interest in sex and being kinky and, you know, wanting, I've never heard such, wow. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> I'm impressed. I, I'm, I'm saying that as a positive. That was one of the questions that I asked on Instagram and that's why I'm scrolling through Instagram right now to try to find it. I said, did you, did you, did you grow up led to believe that men have a higher sex drive than women? And this is 2021 right now. So us growing up was not that long ago. And we also have a lot of, people in their younger 20s and stuff. So this is very recent. 90% said, yes, I grew up believing that men just have higher libidos than women. Well, yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's how we grew up. It was what was in entertainment. It was what was in the movies. Right. And, it was and what... look, be careful of boys and, you know, yeah. don't don't date that boy and this and that. And, you know, but it's it's girls too. And when we, one of the things we were, I was going to talk about was that when when you and I were first dating, you, you said it a little bit in the last episode, I was like raring to go. Yeah, but, but that like, leads us to a raring to go first question. 
Okay. Yeah. But before we do that, I actually have a funny story. I don't know if I ever told this one on here. I know I, I definitely told you, I think. Back in high school, I was dating this girl. So I went to her house one day and, or one night while her parents were home. And I don't remember how it happened that we ended up in her bedroom. I don't know if she asked me to, and I didn't say no. Like, I don't <laughs> want to disrespect your household and your oh, parents. Right, of course. <laughs> that sounds like it's me in high school, respect. right? Yeah. Like, thinking back, of course I should have said no. Like, you know, I'm in your parents' house and their home. No. So, of course, I did. And not, not having sex or anything like that. But um, we were in her room, and I think her shirt was off. And her mom walked in, opened the door, you know, opened the door, walked in, and it was like, you need to leave now. And uh, I left, and I ended up taking her to prom, and of course, prom (laughs) pictures were at her parents' house. Oh, my God. So I go to her house, and we're getting, we're taking pictures, we're getting ready to leave. The dad pulls me aside to the garage. He lights up a cigarette inhales the fucking thing in like 20 seconds like a dice move yes like total. <laughs> like it was probably wrapped around his head right, you know right. and smoke like i th- i saw the ash you know go from tip to the you know to to the filter in like 20 seconds <laughs> and then he spoke <laughs> you know and he's like if you ever fucking disrespect me again or my wife again or my you know my household i will write like he destroyed me mm-hmm. and i just stood there like yeah. hmm. yes sir <laughs> yes sir i know sir i'm so sorry sir and he said go have fun so uh, then did the question is, did you have sex with her that night on prom night? No. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, that's romantic. <laughs> you don't remember if Wait. you had sex on prom night. Is this about libido? Yeah. So my point was like she, like, you know, girls, are, their libido is just as strong as guys. You know, like I was not the one who said, hey, let's go to your bedroom. And she said no. And I said, come on, we should really, you know, it was not like that. Right. She was probably the one who initiated. I don't remember clearly, but it was not a question whether or not. We were going to go mess around. Yeah, you know? I think as teenagers, as parents, we always, you know, you, well, or in the past, it's always worrying about the boy. But I was definitely way promiscuous in high school. Well, I think, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to comment on that because I would still be way more concerned had me ended up dating boys with her going out with boys versus my son's going out with girls, just because, you know, guys, are, they're stronger. They can they can hurt you. They can get you pregnant. They, there's more things, more serious I get that. situations that can happen. So, you know, I, I do look out for guys before girls just because of what could happen in the outrun. Not, not to say that they're both, you know, they're both interested in sex the same, let's say, but there's more detriment that can happen to a girl. Right. You know. I also think it's getting more... Um you know, I, I do think that guys ha- always have this pressure to lose their virginity younger and everything, but I think that happens with girls too. I in high school felt a lot of pressure to lose my virginity, and I didn't lose it in high school. I lost it in college, um, even though I did every. I mean, I did every single thing possible that you could do without having actual intercourse. So, however you define sex, I don't know, but. I did not have intercourse until college. And and my, in high school, I definitely felt a lot of pressure. Like, everybody was having sex except me. I really felt like that. I mean, I was the last of all my friends to lose my virginity. And I definitely felt, like, a pressure. But I was so, it was my OCD and everything. I was so scared that I didn't. But And I 
I was I was petrified of what would happen after. Like I knew my OCD would go into full drive, and I would be, you know, worried about pregnancy. Worried about I was even worried about pregnancy not having sex. I was like, oh shit! Like that guy, you know, came a little close to my. You know, I was. <laughs> it was airborne. I only had <laughs> underwear on, and yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like but, it flew out of his penis. And yeah, I don't know what I thought, but I was nervous. I remember having that "Your Bodies Yourselves" book and researching. Can you get pregnant without intercourse? Like, I was a little bit nervous. Oh, well, that's okay. You're, you know, right. as a teenager, you're yeah, learning. Yeah, well, and you don't learn that stuff in sex ed. Right. I mean, they probably tell you in sex ed that you can get pregnant <laughs> without having intercourse. Right? Don't kiss for more than 10 seconds. I wonder what they you teach you now. Pregnant. Not much. No? Our kids have done it. Not much different than when we were growing up. Really? No, not okay. much at all. Um. So, yes, yeah, so I asked about our differing libidos over the years. And, and I think that since we started this podcast, this is one of the main questions we get. And we is about libidos and how do we how do we work it when our, our libidos are different? And it's really great. We have so much fun doing these kinks and fetishes episode and everything and, and these these ways to make your sex life more fun and, and creative and exciting. But if the if. If somebody's libido is low, then all of that means nothing because you're not you don't want to do it anyway. So it's fun to do those episodes, but we also have to remember the fact that some of us don't have high libidos and therefore we don't want to try all this stuff. We barely want to have sex. And especially right now during quarantine and all the stress of everything going on and illnesses and COVID and all of that, it's um it's been a struggle. Well, yeah, like you just said before, your libido was very high back in high school. You know, not for intercourse, but, you know, you were very sexual, especially when you and I first got together. You wanted sex a lot. and That wasn't high school. That was at college. Yeah. Senior after when we were really together, like before we got married, even yeah. right after we got married. And and it was it was so bizarre for me. My libido was not even, I, I don't think it's close to what you were looking for. And it's not that, well, actually, it was funny because I spoke to one of my friends and I was like, you know, this girl that I'm dating you know, she wants sex a lot. And <laughs> for some reason, like, I'm not, not that I'm not into it. I just don't have that libido level. Like, and he said the same thing to me. Like, I thought it was weird for me to think, wait, this girl, she wants to have sex all the time. And I'm kind of feeling weird about it. And he said, no, I'm going through the same thing. Really? Yeah. So like, I was glad to hear it wasn't just me. And I also wanted to say, um, well, you know what? No, I'm going to get to this in our next question. But so let me jump ahead to what about now? So what do you think changed for you? Because your libido is not what it was when we first met. Right. Yeah, that was, I think, first of all, when we were first dating, you were only the second guy I've had sex with. Mm -hmm. The guy before you, nicest guy. I liked him so much. And, you know, it was a good first experience. He was very sweet. He was a gentle guy, really nice. But I didn't have the feelings for him that I had for you. Like when we first met, I was like, I mean, I was in love with you. I was infatuated with you. I just had all the feelings except for the fact that we fought all the time. But I I think that it was my first time ever having sex with somebody who I really had those feelings for. And I, again, you had lots of sexual experiences. I, I don't think you 
I don't think you had a lot of like differing and exciting sexual experience. I think you did the same sex over and over again. Oh, yeah. But you still a little bit had had done it and I hadn't. And I guess maybe a little bit. I was like making up for lost time. I don't know. Yeah. I guess you just did it and you're like, I want this. I like this. I yeah. want to do more. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I was there for six years already. So I'm like, I kind of right. get it and know it, you know. Yeah. For you, it was new and exciting. It was a shiny new thing. A shiny new thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, I just, I think that I, listen, I was young. I was in shape. I was confident, you know, physically at least. And um, I, I just felt like, I don't know. Why, well, why am a, I doing all this dieting if I'm not getting naked all the time? Put a pin in that because I want, I want to talk about that later. Okay. So let's hold off on that for a bit. Okay. And for me, I don't think much has changed. I think I'm kind of the same. Do you disagree? Um, it's so hard to say. Like, I don't know. Do people out there feel like you don't even really know what your libido is right now? Because there's, there's just too many obstacles. Like, I don't really know. Take me on vacation. Give me sun and a hotel room and time away from my kids and nice dinners and, you know, laying on the beach all day with a book and... And my libido is going to be a lot different than it is right now at home. Right. We're putting that same pin in that. (laughs) (laughs) People are going to get pissed. (laughs) Too bad. We're going to talk about that soon. Okay. Yeah. So I don't even know what my libido is right now. No. Being home and, and, you know, and having the kids home 24-7 and being in sweatpants all day and not, you know, I was saying on another podcast that I was on recently, I don't remember which one, but I was saying, you know, it's so interesting because before COVID, I, during, you know, I was always at home. I I work from home. I'm home with the kids. But on Friday or Saturday night, I would go up to the bathroom, shower, blast my music, put on my heels, put on my pants, my shirt, my jewelry, my makeup, and come out. And come downstairs and get ready to leave the house and go out. And it was like a transformation a little bit, right? It was Mm -hmm. like turning, it was like turning from the mom who stays home with her kids all day and cuts up fucking chicken nuggets and pizza and, you know, like whatever I was doing that day and going to the bathroom, like having this hour, 45 minutes, hour of just turning into this other person and leaving the house going out and and being your girlfriend and being you know what i mean yeah i do because i feel like i do the same thing yeah you know i i like to shower i i used to get you know dressed up you know jeans with a nice shirt you know dressed up and actual shoes and not sneak you know so it was the same thing you know it took me four minutes and not an hour like you but Listen, man, work. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of work. But it's the same idea. You want to feel good about yourself when you go out and like have a good time. Yeah. And like feel like you're feeling your best and looking your best. And yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm staying home. You know, it's we're in sweatpants. We joke about it all the time and everything, but it's not like sexy. It's it's home. And and someone made a point uh, messaged me saying, you know, with with our bedrooms and stuff, she's like, I don't associate my my bed is like where I stay up at night with anxiety and insomnia and my kids come in and pile in in the morning and my dogs sleep there and there's just all these reasons why 
our bed is not really associated with sex. Like, right. It should be the pool table. <laughs> that would be much better. The dogs can't get on there. My back is, I can't do that anymore. We should have done it while we had, we never did it while we had the chance. I'm not having sex on the pool table. Why? Like, we, I don't want to, I don't day we destroy that thing, like stain it and no. Oh man. God. Oh God. You can clean sheets. You can't clean a pool table. <laughs> yeah, right. You can put a towel down. I want to get into, but so, I know I probably annoyed people with putting the pins in those. Yeah, comments. probably. So let's get to that after we take a break and we'll jump ahead to those okay. things and then go back to your questions again. Sound good? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. I don't know what you I just said. You have me so confused. Me too. All right. Let me gather my thoughts. We'll be right back. Okay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com The first thing I want to make sure I get out there before we take it any further is I think that there is this impression all around that we all think everyone's having more sex than we are and that everybody's uh, these couples you know because of what we see on social media all the time and we're bombarded with tv shows and movies where sex just seems like this uh, f- that it just flows and it just happens so naturally and both people are in the mood at the same time and everything and I think that we are so conditioned to believe that that's just how it is and we're somehow you know uh like not as sexual as everyone around us it, that's all bullshit well that happens all the time we were just watching the other day jimmy kimmel was doing like a game on the streets and he took him you know a husband and a wife put them to, or a couple or whoever put them side by side with a uh, board and sit and asked them both how many times a week do you have sex or a month or something. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times a month do you have sex? Yeah. And they both had to write on their board without looking at each other and knowing what they were saying. And they were, bo- you know, the both of their answers together were 10 or both their answers were, you know, eight. And ten? Maybe, I was like fucking 10. I, I was thinking to myself, and I think it was a week. I, I don't think it was a month. No, it was a month. It <laughs> was a month. Was it a month? Yeah, but even 10 a month. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, what's like, are we not having enough sex? Right. Well, we're definitely not having enough no, sex. No, we're not. But it, that's also sort of, First of all, there's ebbs and flows to every relationship, right? And again, we haven't been on vacation in a year, and your your my go to is usually like a hotel, and we haven't done that. Um, but eighty percent <laughs> of couples, what? Yeah, so it cost me two hundred dollars to have sex with you. <laughs> you have to take you to a hotel. We have to have dinner. We have to. It's only two hundred. I don't know what hotel you're going to. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, your hotels. No. <laughs> um, I I just. I just know that 80% of couples um, have mismatched libidos and are not on the same, you know, like sexual wavelength at the same time. And when I did the Instagram poll again, I said, what? Now we have to put a pin in this to come back. No, we're not. We're not. This was another question. Because if people stop listening right now, this is the one thing I want to get in that I don't want lost. Okay. So we'll do this first. We all think that we are having less sex than everybody else. But when I said... Uh, would you say you and your partner have similar libidos? 75% said no. And then, um, you know, who has a stronger libido? 60% said my partner. So 40% said, you know, said 
I have the stronger libido, uh, 60%. Have you ever gone through a drought period in your relationship without any sex at all? I said for three months or more. It was 50-50, which I actually thought it would be more than that, 50-50. But still, 50% mm -hmm. said they've gone through a period of... of um, and then I said, uh, hold on, what did I say? Uh, are you under the impression that other couples have way more sex than you do? Almost 70% said yes. So everybody thinks that everybody's having more sex and we're not. Maybe right. some are, but, you know, 70%, almost 70% said, you know, yes, I'm under the, so that we're led to believe that everybody else, but actually the average sex for married couples the average is once a week. So 50 <laughs> times a year, they say. Okay. Um, yeah, we got to step it up. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure that if you did that survey in the pandemic, it's going to be a lot lower. I would imagine. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. I also think which pertains to us is when people who have mismatched libidos, it could turn into something that it's not. Like in the beginning when you wanted more sex than me. You know, it wasn't about that. I don't find you, you know, sexy, and I'm not. It's not you're yeah, not sexual to me. If you didn't find me, me sexy, then you're never gonna find me sexy because <laughs> that was the best I ever looked. Well, it's not even about that. So I just want people to understand if you're if you're going through a thing where you have a higher libido than your partner, or vice versa. No, actually, it's if you have the higher libido and your partner doesn't want as much sex as you. It's it might not be about. Don't take it personally. Don't think it's. Why doesn't, why don't they want me? What's wrong with me? You know, it's not, it's their libido is just not as strong as yours. And I feel like it could turn into a, what's wrong with me? Why, why don't you like me? Why don't you want to have sex with, you know what I mean? So I just, I, I want people to understand like in our situation back then, it was nothing to do with that. It was just, it was new for you and fun for you. And you were, you know, loving it, you know, because it was so new. And for me, you know, it, it wasn't the same. I didn't, I didn't not like having sex with you. I, did, I wasn't not attracted to you in any way. It was just a different libido. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And all, but, but I also want to throw out there that if you have, you know, you're with a partner that doesn't want sex, that's an issue. That's something, ever. Yeah, that's something you have to, you know, you married this person or you're, you, you committed to this person, you know, for life. That's not fair. You mean like ever? Uh, yeah, if they want sex once every well, that, six months. There are therapists that help with that. And, and you know, that's something to, that's the next step. There are actual, there are a lot of really good sex therapists. And I know that there are people who say, you know, that, that they don't want to go or that somehow it's embarrassing or humiliating. No, there th that is a real thing that, you know, they have, there are sex therapists, you can't get a, a appointment with them because they're so booked up with clients. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying that needs to be a conversation before you commit. No. To make sure. I think that, so. But, but you don't know that might happen later. Listen, you're talking about my strong libido when I was, uh, when we were first together. Well, then 9-11 happened. My OCD was out of control. And for months, I didn't feel like I could have sex. So that was maybe a year and a half after we were together. Yeah, I'm more thinking if somebody just does not have a high libido and they're not into sex and don't want sex, I just feel like that's not fair to the partner they're committing to. If, yeah. You well, know you what have I'm to figure out what's wrong because there are a whole bunch of issues why it could be medication. It could, you know, there are lots of reasons why it could be. It could be stress that you don't realize is going on some kind of trauma from their past or there are there are ways to to figure out what's happening 
Um, and, and that is obviously a, a conversation that, that yeah. needs to happen. That's what I'm saying. You have the conversation yeah. before. Yeah. Um, but, you know, th- there was during pregnancy. For th- we, I was <clears throat> pregnant. I mean, I was pregnant four times. I miscarried once. But I was, f- I was full-term pregnant uh, three times uh, for nine months. We did not really have sex. Maybe I would like throw it in once or I gave you one or two blowjobs during that nine <laughs> months. It, it was not for me. I had I no... I know, I remember. I, not only did I not have a sex drive, I I felt like my body was not my own when I was pregnant. Like it was just, it it felt foreign to me and it felt a little bit like aliens had invaded my body and a little bit that kind of is what it is. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Is that a terrible thing to say? But that's how I felt. I felt like my body was not my own and I felt my entire system changed. My smell changed. My skin changed. My, you know... Just everything changed, and um, and I had zero interest. Yeah, but that's I, not th- common. The only time I remember having sex while you were pregnant was when you were pregnant with Mia, like in the beginning, and we for, it was a disaster. Like we we couldn't find the position. It wasn't comfortable. It, it, it was, and I was probably anxious the whole time. Yeah. So we didn't even, and I knew you were not yeah. into it. So we just didn't. Yeah. yeah, and you were patient. You were. Nice, I was. I think. I mean, I don't know. You, you think you were patient? <laughs> I, were you I, yeah. freaking out like internally? No. Right. No, because I don't have that. Right. You know, need, which is another question you asked me. Like, I don't feel a need for sex. I feel an excitement, mm-hmm. but I never get to the point where like I need it. And if I do, I'll just you know rub one off and be like, because I know you're not. You know, <laughs> like even <laughs> yesterday morning. I was up at five o'clock in the morning and I knew you're going to sleep till like seven 30 and I felt like the urge and I'm not going to go wake you at six o'clock in the morning. So I rubbed one off for 30 seconds. And right. <laughs> I was done. What know? did you do? You like lock the door, I locked the door, right. you know, open my computer, make sure the TV's on just in case there's, you know, noises. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you think you do that during the week? Not off. No, during the week. Not, no. Um, like it's probably a weekend thing only hmm. and maybe every other weekend. And then you take your jewel out and start jeweling exactly. after. No, during. No <laughs> way. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I definitely think that during uh, people are having sex during the week. Like I don't even, is that a thing? I don't know. It used to be. Yeah. I, I uh, know. I, right. I I'm just I get home and I'm done. Yeah. And I know you are. Maybe maybe if you you know showed more of a uh interest. Yeah, thank you. If you were if I if I saw there was an interest with you during the week, I might you know get it. But it's I, just not possible yeah. right now. Um but I you know that that was a huge thing was pregnancy. Um I think we've gone through dry spells probably like I don't know, a bunch of times and gotten back into the groove after. And then I think we have times where like we've had sex a lot. Um, I mean, for us, probably not for other people. It might be <laughs> other people's average. Right. But, um, you know, and when we're on vacation, it's a lot. It's every day yeah, on yeah. vacation. And, you know, so I think it, it all depends. But um, but the main point that I wanted to make is that, you know, we're under the impression, and I've long been under the impression that everybody else is having so much sex. That's not, it's just not the case. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, where are we? Um, what's the next question that you had? Well, we didn't get to that point yet, so I should probably get there now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did some research, so a little pat on my back for me. Good for you. Yeah. I went to WebMD, which is a great place <laughs> to research. <laughs> so do you now think you're dying? Yeah. Anytime I go to WebMD, I think I'm dying. Of course. I, I leave WebMD and I'm like, I should not have done that. No, but I found a quote, which I think you will appreciate because it's from your favorite woman. Brene Brown. Esther Perel. Oh, I love her too. Yeah, second best uh, favorite. Yeah. All right, anyway. but Because what you were saying before where you were, you, you know, what you need for set, you need to go to a hotel or go on vacation or go, you know, have, be romance. And go. So the, the difference, in my opinion, between men and women feeling the urge for sex is like so out of, out of the universe. It's so completely different. Which is what you were saying earlier, which I said I want to talk about soon. So I, so I found this quote from Mr. Perel, which I thought made a lot of sense. She says, men and women travel slightly different paths to arrive at sexual desire. I hear women say in my office that desires originates much more between the ears than between the legs, says Esther Perel. For women, there is a need for a plot. It is more about the anticipation, how you get there. It is the longing that is the fuel for desire. Like there's all these moving parts that need to happen to get women in the mood. Correct. Like so much, it's, you know, for me, for, I think for most guys, it's sex. Yes. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It's more physiological. I, I, it's just so, it's such a foreign thing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I would never think to myself, oh, well, did she make, did she make dinner? Did she take me to a hotel? You know, did she, you know, there's no thought behind it. Right. It's like you say sex. I have a boner. Let's go have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Very romantic. Yeah. There's listen, there's a reason why the, you know, 50 shades of gray became the best selling trilogy of all time. And Bridgerton, like I said in the last episode has the, has more views on Netflix than any other show with 83 million views. And I would love to see the breakdown of gender on that because I'm sure it's, you know, gotta be 95% women um but there is a reason for that it's because we do our uh, for we do obviously need that for our libido and listen when you I don't want to make it material but when you give me the apple watch or when you make me even the mimosa with the heart shape strawberry like there is something that I'm sort of like he's thinking about me so selfish you mean no it's, it's all not about selfish me. because i think about then how i want to give back in other ways you know chore play is a thing i truly believe that i think that when you help around the house and i see you like the, helping the kids with their homework or doing something with with the kids i'm like turned on no, i don't b- i don't believe that if i had to guess i would say i do a lot more than most Around the house. And I don't get the, all right, look, wow, look what you did. Let's go. <laughs> it, like, that doesn't happen. Well, where, what am I saying? I, well, I don't let's know. go. Like, sorry, kids. We'll be back in 15 minutes. Yes. We're going to run up. They should understand. It's no, how, that's I cannot do that. I, <laughs> they are already, the poor kids already have to deal with, we have a podcast and we have a this and we have that. I do, I do not need like to, for them to know that we're upstairs, like <laughs> having sex. So, oh my God. But I want to take it even a step further, even about the anticipation or the, making the initiation of sex to happen. You're going to say making whoopee? <laughs> no. It's even so much more psychological, you know, during sex. You know, guys, 
I found um, on there a percent of guys that orgasm, uh, it was lower than I thought. I didn't write it down. I think it was like 75% of guys orgasm, you know, during sex. I can't imagine that to be true. I, you know, I orgasm 100% of the time that we have sex. Mm-hmm. And I think that most guys do. Obviously, I'm wrong if these no, quotes are correct. But there have been times where it takes so fucking long that I'm like... Like if we're drinking or yeah, whatever, exactly. there are times right. where I'm like, no, you can go finish on your own. Right, I'm that's done. Tr- that happened three times. Right. So okay. okay, but but what it takes for you to complete to orgasm to you know whatever, it's like a psychological game, and it's it can happen, it could not happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does, sometimes it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, and I don't and fake I, it you know, anymore. It, I don't even care if you <laughs> fake it. I mean, that, oh. why would why would I care if you fake but it? But why do I why would you want me to like why would you want me to fake it? I don't want you to fake it. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh. But wh- that, what do you mean why would I ca- why would you care? Why would I care if you fake an orgasm? <laughs> I'm well you wouldn't be upset about that? If you fake it? Yeah. That's I think we're I think you're not understanding me. What? I I don't need you to fake an orgasm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that, I, that, I see I, what you're saying. I have no interest in that. But I know you've had orgasms with me. Yes. So I don't think it's me that doesn't bring you to an orgasm. Right. But you don't orgasm every time. You don't over maybe not even half the time. So it's just it's like for guys, it's just a simple thing. It's, you know, point A goes into slot B and then you come and then it's done and you always do it and it always happens. Oh, happy Valentine's right? Day, guys. It's, it's just a, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Physiological. It, you know, yeah, like this is what we, you know, Biological, from the from the caveman days, we were yeah. out there to spread our seed, and uh, you know, it is just an easy. Th- it's a. Pro- it's not a process. It's just right. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> even more romantic. Aww. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We're all joking aside. Like, uh, like for for I feel like for most guys, it's just yeah. Of course, you know. Right. I, you say sex. I'm in. I orgasm every time. Of course. And every step of the way for women is just another process. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's, it's a mind game or well, whatever. Well, I think also is that w- for us, I get into the state of mind where if I haven't had sex in a little while, I'm like fully content not having sex. So I'm like, you know, I get to go into bed. I watch my HGTV shows. I fall asleep. You know, it's relaxing. I, I get to fall asleep and have a good night's sleep and everything like Sometimes I need to be reminded that I love it. And you come in sometimes and there are sometimes when I'm like, nope, go away. Mm-hmm. Like, go away. I'm in no mood. First of all, if I haven't showered, I feel disgusting. And that is a total turnoff for me that I feel disgusting. Second of all, there are times when I'm like, I have not slept or I am just moody and cranky. And no, I don't want to. Um, or I'm worried about the kids coming in. But there are sometimes when you come in and I'm sort of like, all right, maybe I could get in the mood. I'm not now. And then once we start, then I get aroused and I get into it. And once we've done it, I'm sort of like, oh, right. Like, that's why we do it. Oh, yeah. This is not bad. This is fun. <laughs> why am I? Why have I gone? Why have we gone the past three weeks without doing it? Like, I, I think sometimes we also and sometimes I think women, we need that that arousal like once we start and once we get comfortable with ourselves and with you and we're you know I think then we we get aroused so it's not even if we're not aroused before we can become aroused you know we can become aroused during it yeah also on WebMD (laughs) my go-to place I don't know where this quote or who said it on the website but I thought it was interesting 
where they say men want sex more often than women. So kind of contrary to what we were saying before, where we think it's kind of equal. Um, at the start of the relationship, in the middle, and after many years of it. And it's it's not just for heterosexual, heterosexual couples. Um, he says gay men also have sex more often than lesbians at all stages of the relationship. Oh, really? Yeah. So no matter what you know the situation is, guys want more sex. Hmm. So, yeah, that might be. I thought I it was interesting. Know. Okay. I don't know that, that I think it also depends on age. I mean, we actually do have um, a few I have a few experts, quote unquote, booked who are going to come on and talk about like women's libido and the myth of it and um, how we can, you know, make it all a little bit more balanced and equal. But one thing is that, you know, the communication factor, like for us, we have this podcast and we talk all the time and everything, but obviously we need like private conversations and stuff also. And I think the problem is that people feel so awkward talking about this. Nobody wants to say to somebody, you know, why don't you want sex more? Like, why is it? So we don't talk about it. And that's a problem because I think that we feel like anything we have to talk about, then it's no longer spontaneous or anything. We expect we expect sex to just happen naturally. And I don't think that's always the case. I think that we do need to talk about it. And that's why this is not a shameless plug, or it is a shameless plug, but with the date night questions that I put out on Fridays, my main hope is that like if you bring if you have a if you bring them to dinner and and you're talking or you sit down with cocktails and you're talking, and that's just you're gonna every Friday do that, then you start having these conversations that don't need to be brought up by you, it just sort of happens. And sometimes the questions are going to be about sex. Sometimes they're not. But it, it makes a conversation happen that wouldn't otherwise happen. Yeah, we never discussed any of the stuff we talked about in the podcast before we started the podcast. No. I mean, this, this, you know, has led us to having these conversations and discussions. Right. Which is why I think, you know, things have been so great for us in the last couple of years. Right. But we also obviously have to have them not on the podcast. You know, it's also something that we need to talk about privately. Yeah, no, of course. But uh, we just figured it out a couple of years ago that this is a necessary thing. We're not saying you guys need to start a podcast, but, you know, we did it so you no, can... need to just have a conversation. Yeah. So that's why we do the Friday Five, like you were saying, you know, just to start engaging so you can know how to start the conversation, what questions to ask. Right. All right. I found that quote I was talking about before, the percentages and everything, but we have to take another break. Okay. And then, uh, all right, we'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So I want to get your feedback on this and see what you think, how accurate this is or not. It says, men on average take four minutes from the point of entry until ejaculation. Women usually take around 10 to 11 minutes to reach orgasm, if they do. That's another difference between the sexes, how often they have an orgasm during sex. Among men who are 
part of a couple, 75% say they always have an orgasm as opposed to 26% of women. Hmm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I definitely don't always have an orgasm. That's right. for sure. Um, although sometimes after you leave, I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to uh, I I'm gonna think leave. that's common. I think that's super common. So I mean, why? I want to know why. Why do women I don't know. not have an orgasm during sex? Well, that's something that we'll ask one of the experts coming on. But, you know... Like, Listen, do you feel different? It's like, like you when you. I'm sure when you when you. What's the when you masturbate when you jerk off? I'm sure that you know exactly what to do to make it happen super quick. Like I you, mean, it's like thirty seconds. Right, me too. I don't really? need a long. Uh, so and why? I can do it seventeen times, and you know. That sucks. I I I don't know, and and it's not you know like I said like you. You know, you, I love like I love so many things about what we do together. That's not it. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I guess that yeah, like we're more complex, and we have a very our anatomy is complex, and and there are times also I think when if I'm if the buildup has been more, it's quicker. Um, you know, sometimes like just coming in. After a long day when I'm just like with the kids all day and everything, even though I enjoy doing it and it feels good, I, it's not the same, you know, it's not no, the same. I don't know. Right. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why sometimes, and sometimes you just hit the spot and sometimes you don't like that's, and it's not why does sometimes it work and sometimes it doesn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think that no matter who I was with, that would be the case. Um, but yeah, I, I don't take it personally. Right. Or should I? No, I don't know. <laughs> of course not. Because I no, I don't think anybody should. T- I think there are also people. There's um actually there's a girl who just started a not just started. She has a podcast. I have to look what it's called. But she based the whole podcast on she had never had an orgasm before. Once she started the podcast and started realizing more about her body and what makes you do it, then she started having tons of orgasms because she, you know, she researched and talked to experts and everything. Like, I don't really know if we know our bodies so well, and I don't know if our partner knows our bodies so well. Like, how often do you even sit down, both of us, I'm not just saying you, and and say, what do you like that we do? What do you not like? What are we not doing that you would like? Like, what are your turn-ons? You know, I asked you this question. What are your turn-ons? I don't even know. Like, what are your... I, I want to know. I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. It's so helpful. If you look at my notes, you asked what puts you in the mood, and I have a dot. So. Oh, dots put you in the mood. <laughs> Nothing puts me in the... Like, saying let's have sex puts me in the mood. You no, know? there has to be, like, there's there has to be certain things that happen that turn you on i guess it's 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 so simple it's so nothing it's you know i don't like know. i always want you know they're, they're about they talk about pheromones and everything and that's a whole i wanted to do like an episode about that and you you knocked it down <laughs> but i wanted to do like because i'm so interested in that like smells and everything you know certain smells that on a daily basis if we just smelled it out of the blue we might be disgusted about but then during sex like we're turned on you know is that I, like in american pie when he like you love the smell of apple pie so you have sex with it <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no no i'm talking about i think as women we're we're so self-conscious about our smell right like about going down there and there's all this you know there's all this um 
the jokes about women and you know how they how we smell and you know stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I mean, you shouldn't feel that way because I, you've even said before how much you love when I do that because you know how much I love it. Right. I, I'm just saying we are self conscious about that, but really we shouldn't be. I mean, I am self conscious about it. I, but but I that makes no sense because we. I just am, and I just want. You know, that would be like the. I would be mortified if I, you know, if you were like, oh God, she smells terrible. Down. Like, I'm so glad you love sushi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it is something that, that I think we are anxious about and it keeps us from having, just enjoying, I mean, everything. Sitting a certain way when we're having sex and we know that that's where our, our fat rolls are going to roll or... Uh, you know, did we put on enough deodorant or did we it, like all these things that I think come in the way of just enjoying it. But well, but, well, but my question okay. was about pheromones and everything like, you know, is that like a turn on for you? Smell or touch? Like there are so many things. And, and my point is we don't ever stop and say, so what are your turn ons? Like, what do you like? Because on the other hand, Maybe our partner is doing something that we hate and we haven't told them. And that's one of the reasons we don't want to have sex. All right. So what's a turn on? Does a smell do it? No, not really. But like I said, it's just such a simple thing. Like it's even if I hug you and kiss you, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Even if it's just like goodbye, like I'm going to work, you know, here's Aww. a hug and a kiss. I'm ready to go. You know, if even if I'm just watching a movie and there's, you know, this hot girl and there was a sex scene, you know, whatever. In two seconds, I'm ready. You know, it's, it's just such a, there's no, there's nothing in my mind. <laughs> there's just, you know. Don't uh, read into it too much. Yeah, there's just like little beads like rumbling around my brain. <laughs> like there's not much going on. Right. It's like, you know, watching The Simpsons with Homer Simpson trying to think and there's just like gears <laughs> running around. Like, no, nothing's happening in, you know, in your head. It's just like, okay. You're ready. Right. <laughs> you know, just little things So do you have happens. turn offs? Uh, yeah, I didn't think about it, but of course. I mean, oh, okay. Turn offs. I mean. Right. Right. Yeah. But I asked people biggest turn ons and biggest turn offs. Let me see what I can find. Um, biggest turn ons when he plays the guitar. That's true. When you play, when you play the drums, I get super turned on. Really? Yeah. Um, cleaning the house. I mean, so many people said cleaning. Um, massage was a big one. Someone said watching Bridgerton. Yes, I agree with that. Um, let's see here. Compliments was a big one. Courtesy and respect. Spontaneity. It, it, it is nice, but it also isn't always possible. Um, actual foreplay. Kissing. I love kissing, too. That's, yeah. I, I, that's a big I one mean, for me. There's so many turnoffs, you know? How much, so many things can happen. Right. Just like, People no. said the turnoff ones were pretty funny. Um, well, it, like if oh, I, having sex at right after a big meal. Oh my God. When I, when we've like gone out to eat and I feel disgusting, yeah. it's like, <laughs> well, if I came in and I was ready, but you were like in the bathroom pooping. No, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I'm turned off. That, that's like that. This is 40 scene where he, he comes in and he's like, should we, no, it's not, this is 40. It's knocked up. And he's like, should we have sex tonight? She's like, ugh, I'm really constipated. She's like, <laughs> right. but maybe. And he's like, no, right. now I don't want to yeah. have sex. That's a turn off. Yeah. Um, wait, let me see. Turn offs were funny. Um, farting. <laughs> yeah, no good. Bad breath, laziness, being too drunk. That's a 
that's a big turnoff for me too sometimes. Like if we're, if you're really drunk and I'm sober or, you know, I'm not as drunk and you come in, I'm sort of like, oh, this is going to suck. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, wearing socks while having sex. Um, let's see. Well, while you're looking. Yeah. Because you were saying, you know, you're, when you're feeling, um, What's it called? Um, you're worrying about all these things. So you're not enjoying it as much and you're not, you know, you can't have an orgasm, whatever. I, I think for me and maybe some other guys too, and I was texting with someone on Instagram last night about who he's, how he said he's worried about being able to pleasure his partner. And I feel the same, you know, feel the same way sometimes. You know, Emma, if you're not having an orgasm and I feel like, oh, am I not big enough to satisfy her? You know, is that, is that a thing? Or am I going to go too quick this time? And that sucks, you know, mm-hmm. like it's over in 30 seconds and I'm out of here. Like even one time, long time ago, we were messing around and ready to have sex. And I finished before I even went inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, go me. Yeah. I'm just, you know, like we have those thoughts too, you know? So it's, I guess we, I'm trying to, I'm, as we're talking, I'm trying to understand how women can be feeling and not being turned sometimes on Sometimes it's just not going to happen. And I think that's why we fake it sometimes is because we're like, I just want to fucking go to bed. So, it's so you, not going to happen. So you fake it to say you're done. I don't fake it anymore. I was like, I'm done with that. But When I, did you fake it? I think probably for like the first 15 years of our relationship sometimes. So so it would be done? That's yeah, why just you do so it? we'd be done. Not to be Because like, I knew that you weren't going to stop until I fucking had an <laughs> orgasm. You were like... Well, isn't it, that you were, nice of me? It was like the marathon <laughs> of sex until... Um, I think, that's, no, ro- I think that's romantic. It is nice, except that the the other part of that is that sometimes it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I get it. And, and I want... Like, I just want to watch, you know like flip or flop or li- love it or list it or like flip I just flop. yeah like oh is that a home, home show home? yeah okay. I, you know I just want to like put on HGTV and you know I'm so glad that you did it and it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it I still enjoyed it mm-hmm. um you know and what one of the big uh myths is that you know listen only 20 percent of women have orgasm when penetrated like you know it takes more than that so it's not, it's not, we don't always have, it's not going to be just sex that is going to make us have an orgasm. It's, it's other stuff. Yeah, it's buying you things. Right. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. No, seriously, it's, it's other stuff. It's, um, and, and unfortunately right now it, it's hard because I am, only half in it sometimes when we're having sex because we do have a 15 year old and an almost you know almost 13 year old who they're gonna know and that is i do not like that i am scarred from hearing my parents have sex (laughs) i really am it was scarring for me i cried when i heard that really yes there's been times i've come in and just been like i just want sex and i'm not you know I'm not, you know, into having some crazy no, fun sex. No, by all sex. means, when that happens, by all means, come in sometimes, just have sex and leave. Like, I'm all for a quickie sometimes. Oh, really? Sometimes, okay. yeah. Yeah, I don't need a whole big production. Okay. No, I just, can do that easily. Just get to the main <laughs> plot and let's get out. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if we have anything else. Uh, let me see. 
Um, well, you didn't ask me my turn-ons, but um, yeah, no, you know, you know them. I, we, Vacation. Yeah, and, yeah we, we did it. Right, right. <laughs> I've done it a thousand times. Yeah. But another thing also is, you know, feeling disconnected. Um, that I do think that when we sit down, like when we have sometimes in the, like on Saturday morning, I'll text you and I'll be like, can we have a morning meeting? You know, yeah. Which sounds very businessy. It doesn't sound very romantic, but just sitting down and like having a meeting of the minds of, how are what we're we gonna do this weekend? And what do I need help with with the kids? <laughs> yeah, I, when you send me those texts, I roll my eyes. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, what does she need from me? What am I have? What do I have to do? Right. What do I? You know, the meeting is I not about. That. No, but we sit with our coffee, and it's nice to just be together. Well, it is if you're not just saying, I need you to do this and this and this and this is what I need from you. But That's unfortunately, I do because well, I don't have other help. You know, I don't have this it. What's right it? now, I don't have, you know, usually like pre-pandemic, I could text my mom or my dad and be like, you know, hey, because I can't do math or anything. And I'll be like, hey, you know, Ian has a math test coming up. Could you possibly come over? And like, I can't do that stuff with them right now. Like, we're, we're we're so limited on help right now that even a friend who I could say, can you drive him to such and such or can you, you know. Those things don't exist right now, so right. I need this to- is more of uh, what we're going to be doing for a follow up for the mental load uh, episode. Be- you know, because oh, we're, the- we're going to do a couple follow ups. <clears throat> yeah, but I definitely want to because you know when I get those texts, it's like let's have a meeting, and you know, to me, it's what do I have to do and what do Maybe I have to I do now? Maybe I should call it something else. And then you know, it's from the morning until night when I'm trying to go to bed, like what happened last night or two nights ago. At 10 o'clock, I get a text from you. Why is my TV not working? Come fix it. You know, like it's just an all day. Like those, that's what those texts mean is I have to do something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not as in, you know, I know what these meetings are going to be. But it's how we're going to do things together. I love it. I am, you know, I'm no, into it. When we're talking about like the podcast and we're talking about what, it, you know, What's this week's episode? It's the parenting. We... It's your offspring <laughs> that you don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much. But I need help. Okay. And 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 it's, I don't know. I, I need help. That's what I need. And if you want me to have an orgasm, then you, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> that will lead to it. You do need help. I do need help. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, I got nothing else. So I mean, we could talk. Listen, we have experts coming on and everything but my main thing was that i just wanted to to people to know that listen we're if you're thinking that you're the only one or you're going through a dry spell or whatever it is um that you're not like you don't look around and think everybody else whatever they're posting on facebook and instagram there's a whole story behind it so you don't know what is happening and as somebody who speaks to you know hundreds of people every week about whatever we're talking about on the episode i know we are not alone in this that everybody is is struggling and trying to find a balance and we have our ebbs and our flows Um, and also i do recommend the date night questions they're not always going to be about sex and everything but they do bring up Things that, first of all, are fun sometimes to talk about and also that need to be talked about. They're rarely about sex. It's not like yeah, that's a Right. Well, we've, we've done some, we've, we've had sort of a lot of sex episodes recently. Yeah. Um, so I guess, and we took a long time off of doing the Friday Five, so. Yeah, I did from with the pandemic. But but go download it. It's free um, or send it to somebody, you know, and send it to your your 
partner or a friend or somebody who you think will enjoy it because um you know it, it's we need to communication is the key okay and that's it all right yeah and go rate and review please yeah uh rate and review and if you want to support us go buy doge hodl and i'm sorry what yeah wait <laughs> did you really put doge on our site no i'm wait. saying if you want to support us we'll take some doge or go buy it and hodl and then, you know. I don't know what, you're too. like speaking another language. Well, we're going to have an, an episode about it. Yeah, because you're going to have an I, episode I'm going to do an episode by myself with an expert. I don't think he's an expert. Just a guy who does uh, YouTube stuff. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, about cryptocurrency because I am a fan and I hope we. And you have a podcast and you can have whatever conversation you want. Right. right. Oh, thank you. No, I'm serious. That's <laughs> a nice thing about having a podcast. We yeah. can have whatever conversation No, this guy is have. very interesting. I've been watching his videos and I want to do a, a, an episode about this. We did the finance episodes, which were very popular and people thanked us for doing that. So if you're into crypto, I do want to do one about this because it is the future of our economy. Oh boy. Yeah. Are, you, are you turned on? I'm very turned on. This <laughs> is my turn crypto? on. Talking about Doge? I'm very turned on. Uh, okay. Well, if you make <laughs> us a lot of money in it, I will be turned on also. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Ha- have a good one. and uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Yesterday. Day. Yesterday. Love you. Yeah.